It's on. It's on. It's jar time. It's fucking on. It's episode 11. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Episode 11 of the Just a Ride podcast. We've been riding for 11 consecutive weeks. That's crazy. It's fucking neat. I like doing Can we get off soon? I'm feeling nauseous. (laughs) I want to just get a chichiro and some soda. I pee at the very least. And a hot dog. (laughs) Just go, man. (laughs) It's good to see you guys. I've got Jeff Ketchell here. How you been? Shaden Hutchman. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Zach, the script keeper. And we've got a whole bunch of crazy shit we're going to talk about today, but I want to just start with police stories Let's again. Just dive if in you there. want another police story. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Let's so. go back to early, early, early on in my career, 27-ish years ago, when, <laughs> actually, I, I, I almost got fired. So You? No. <laughs> <laughs> it really was not my, well, <laughs> I'll let you decide whose fault it was. <laughs> so I had arrested this person named Stacy. Won't give a last name. Stacy's mom. But she had a, she had a dumb warrant. I don't remember what it was for. You know, ID'd her with her state ID. Had the warrant. Took her to jail. It was after hours again, so we had to do our own booking. So you leave the room, let them change their clothes. At best, you can go through their clothes that you're putting on property. Make sure they didn't have any weapons stuff or not. Or, yeah, yeah, weapons. You, know, you can do a, a pat downs, but no searches. Anyway. Go ahead and put her into the female side cell. Went about my work, did cell checks throughout the throughout the night. Got off graveyard that morning. Went home. By the time I got home, we didn't have cell phones back then, so right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have cell phone until. Did you have a pager? No, mm. no. Did you ever have a pager? I did. Yeah, you were a yeah. pager guy. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I did. I never had a pager. But uh, we didn't uh, have cell phones then. So when I got home, I had a message on my on my recorder that I needed to return back to work immediately after and I'd already lived 30, mi- 30 miles away oh, from work so it's damn it you know, 8 o'clock in the morning I gotta turn around and go back well the daytime jailer was on so I got pulled in the office by the sergeant by the daytime jailer and they started asking me about Stacy and I just I she had a warrant I arrested her I booked her into jail they're like well here's the problem is when I did my jails check today, Stacy's penis was inside of another woman's vagina because Stacy is a guy. Oh no! Oops. Yeah. Oh no! Like da, no way I would have known. You're not supposed to do that. Petite, feminine. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. how would how would you have known? Yeah. Like the only way I could have known is had uh, is okay. had we yeah had we done you know a strip searches or anything like that, but we wow. didn't have. Back then, we didn't have not your fault, females Jeff. working Don't there. Don't listen to those fuckers. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what, else, what would you? What do you? What do you have done? Yeah, I, I would have done the exact same yeah, fucking thing you yeah, did. Exactly. But apparently, I was supposed to know who Stacy was, and I did not know. Well, so did you get like reprimanded, or did you get no? Trouble? After after explaining, like, yeah, all you guys know who it is. I was here by myself. Yeah, and I'm new working to by myself. Yeah. I didn't know Stacy <laughs> pre academy. I might add and. Listen, this, no was, this was an easy night. She didn't even spit her thumb at me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It seemed like they threw you in the fire before you were even officially a police officer. That's exactly what happened. They're That's like, why I loved it so much. It was great. I mean, you sank or swim. That yeah. is a good way to they succeed just, at stuff it's a, or to find out if you can. I do prefer like, to learn bitch. that way. Like, it's high stress, but I learned the best in those situations where it's like, just figure it out. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Jump in the net will appear. As Somebody long as they're not total... Time. 
like cunts when I fuck it up because I'm gonna, you know. But. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a short story, but a story. I like it though. That's, uh, yeah. that's uh, kind of goes against what Oops. you might think. Yeah, whoopsies. Whoopsie. Yeah. So let's talk men's health. You brought this one up, Shaden. Oh, I think and yeah. we're going to talk men's health. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think about this, and it it seems like it's kind of coming more into the public light, which I feel like is good. Mm-hmm. But well, I we are the we are the cause of a lot of problems. So we are, and it's our health that's probably that. But well, no. you're talking physical health, talking mental, mental, mental health. I'm talking mental health. Yeah, mental health. And I mean, yeah, I guess we're the cause of a lot of problems. But that's I don't I'm, know. I'm being hyperbolic. Yeah. I mean, anyway, it's one of two two of us. So <laughs> it's mostly Jeff. He's, he's the cause of most of the problems. <laughs> um. No, I just feel like for a long time, uh, I mean, certainly in generations before mine and also in my generation, it was just, there's a lot of pressure put on guys to where, you know, I think, uh, who was it? Was it Chris Rock that said it was one of those guys? I'm pretty sure it was Chris Rock. He said, you know, uh, uh, women, children and dogs don't have to do anything to be loved unconditionally, Mm. but a guy's only loved it measured by how much he provides. Something, Fuck. something to that. I'm paraphrasing, probably, I see, but, yeah. but I was. I mean, I remember when you said that. It kind of hit me like, oh fuck, you know. Like, there's some. I know he's being cheeky, but there's some fucking truth to that. That's why it's funny, it's, right? And, and there's a lot of there's a lot of guys, myself included, that we kind of get twisted up and driven a bit mental by some of the pressure that's put on us, or just some of the lack of. Um, care that we're shown for you know the it's like hey I'm I know I'm supposed to be strong I guess but I'm not sometimes maybe I'm not a lot of the time but if I say that it's just going to make things worse for me so I just have to swallow it or bury it or you know find stick it into some bad habit or something you know and it just it's kind of this this you know self-fulfilling prophecy of shittiness it seems like it's a it's a legacy issue and I think that people are starting to recognize it a bit um but it's something that i think should be talked about more and more widely accepted and and i mean not and i'm not saying like oh everybody needs to pity me you know i'm a dude but i need help too it's not i'm not coming from that place but i'm more coming from like a especially as it pertains to guy to guy you know like don't don't be putting your your guy friends down for being vulnerable once in a while or like you know admitting that they're not doing okay right and i don't think every guy does that but i've i've experienced it you know where i try to have a, a moment with a bro and and he's just like the fuck out of here dude rub some dirt in it like right quit being a pussy you i know? think it's, like, it's okay, like no i need fuck you dude like <laughs> yeah i thought you were confident let's talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that it seems reasonable that on a one-on-one it, a friend is going to listen to what you have to say yeah but anymore with a social media platform where people are blasting out their you know their issues and their depressions and all that crap i mean so badly screaming it's almost it's almost sad because it's like you're screaming for attention but this is not what it's you not need the venue for it either. yeah this is yeah this yeah. is not the place for what you're doing and i don't know i don't know you maybe it's the only outlet you have maybe mm-hmm. you literally have nobody else but it still doesn't come across correctly so that person very likely isn't going to get what they the want quote unquote attention that yeah. they're desiring well, even in that i think and there's there's so much stigma about like you know hey just go talk to a therapist and that doesn't mean like oh i can't afford a therapist that's fine there's free hotlines that you can call them and i'd be the best therapist but if literally all you need to do is shout into the void don't do it on facebook where people are going to make it worse right. you know what i mean like you just make a phone call if you really need to there's no shame in it i guess that's what i mean maybe i'm wrong you guys can tell me if you think i am but it seems like there is a social stigma around guys like 
asking for help for you know feeling Big like they're. Well, I think their that there is getting well, better though. You know, I mean, it is getting better. It is. They talk about you know toxic masculinity, but the reality is. And, and 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 I think you would agree that men have become more feminized over the last couple of generations, in, yeah, in comparison speaking, to older I generations. Think that's a fair statement, yeah. But they're still expected to be masculine when it comes to dealing with uh, mental issues. Mm. You know, uh, it's generally well, you have a problem, you figure it out, and that could still be general teachings from three four generations ago but i still also think it's an expectation not only from one man to another a lot of times but from women to men Mm -hmm. they're they're still expected to have this masculine mind they just don't want the masculine hairy body and you know well they don't want the violence that's perceived with it or whatever yeah it's funny because because men and women like they'll treat their babies different based on their sex too like a, a a boy will get a different treating even when it's an infant than a than mm-hmm. a female by whoever the caregiver is whether it's female or male and it's kind of almost instinctual where maybe it's a western culture thing or something but right and i don't know I, I doubt it's a western culture thing and i don't think that's wrong yeah right i think it's I a person i think it's a person-to-person thing for sure i mean there's definitely some societal norms yeah. and stuff but like i've had i know what you're talking about where it's like you know you have a you have a little boy toddler and you're like oh toughen him up be, you know yeah. teach him to be tough yeah. right away you yeah. know whereas the the girl is you know the stereotype on the other side of that coin is for the little girl toddler to be like oh you're a little princess yeah. you know and whatever you know you know don't let any challenges come yeah, your way exactly and yeah. i think i think both are shit personally yep. i do too um but i mean that's not that's not to say that everybody does that you know like of i I've, yeah. like i've 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 been friends with i'm of the age now where all my friends are fucking having kids you know and like some of my friends are like you know I don't, if she's a girl, it doesn't matter. Like you, I'm, I'm going to toughen her up too, or, you know, but I'll also protect her, you know, or right. it's just like, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to see that, you know, it's like, Hey, we don't have to like Fully. maintain the whole, like guys have to be tough and rub dirt in it and girls can never come into hardship and you have to lay down so they can walk across you instead of walking in the mud puddle, you know, like, it's back to so our normal balance. Thing. They're both, they're both kind of shitty extremes that, I mean, this, the, as with most things, I think the reasonable course lies somewhere between yeah. the two. Well, and that's, yeah. I, so good with my new experience of uh, children in my life, I, I play somewhat of a parent role to a degree. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand the societal norms, but let's take the example of the children falling and getting hurt. I try to take it not whether it's a boy or a girl. It's what happened in the incident. Are you screaming and crying because it's reasonable and you're really hurt? Or are you just looking to get extra attention for this? And so it's so sometimes I am going to be like, get up, toughen up, you're fine, let's go. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And other times, I don't care which one it is, I'm going to hug them and you know make sure they're okay yeah. and you know, I'll kiss their alley. I think and, most parents are doing you know, that too. I think and then that usually is, that's yeah. all it takes, kiss their alley and pat them and mm-hmm. send them on their way and they're great. Yeah, it's okay, you're just leaking a little fluid, happens to yeah. the best of us. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, society does seem like it's getting more sensitive to everybody's issues. Yeah, uh, and and I don't know if, but I think we're getting more sensitive to our own issues too, in in not necessarily a positive way. I don't know if it is positive either. It does it seems really messy? Like the way that we're trying to get to. Do you believe like that you can get so other. in tune with yourself that you actually start creating problems in your head? Absolutely, you start. We are the number one cause of our problems. Yeah, well, our, another, our thoughts. Yeah. I guess the other distinction I'd want to make too, because I thought about that as well, where it's like you know, being being vulnerable doesn't. It's it's not um, part and parcel with being 
weak or a wimp. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same thing. You can no. be vulnerable and still be a very strong person. I think arguably being vulnerable makes you more strong, especially if handled in the right way. But Agreed. but I think that there's a lot of misconception about that where if you know if especially with a guy if he's vulnerable about you know his feelings or his mental state people are like uh you know like i said you know another guy especially be like oh you pussy you know, well, how many times have you yeah. cried in front of somebody yeah you know not, what I mean? not many right like, <laughs> and you're not supposed to like this is one of those things where since we did grow up at different you know eras kind of like it's got has you weren't supposed to cry at all for my generation, I am, I'm just a, a gen, not, I, I'm a highly emotional person in general for my generation. That's just who I am, whether it be laughter or crying or whatever, you know, I, I cannot hide how I feel. Right. I just, it's just not possible. We love that about you. So, yeah. Well, I think that's good. And I don't, I think that that, that kind of shit should be but celebrated, you know, like having it being, being, being applauded for repressing your emotions is, yeah. is bullshit. But that, that's yeah. my, that's my point. But my generation is still part of that yeah. emotional r- repression. Mm-hmm. So well, I think, I mean, our job as adults is to become emotionally, you know, adults, you yeah. know, emotionally mature, but yeah, it doesn't mean shutting that off. It means really like communicating it better is what it seems like understanding we all all need each other at the end of the day to some degree you know like i i try to be self-sufficient and and independent as much as i can but i still need people sometimes man you know like i can't there's none of us can do it on our own you know and there's no shame in being real about that for real i mean so i don't know i guess uh i guess i mostly just want to talk about it not because i mean i'm i'm doing all right but i just uh I look around, I've just seen it a lot in my life. Like I had a friend, I won't name any names, but I had a friend growing up whose mom was a very outspoken, kind of toxic sort of feminist, mm. you know, like, you know, like just was constantly talking shit about my friend's dad, you know, like oh, he's a piece of shit, he's a misogynist, he's part of the problem, but she didn't work and this guy was going out and, you know, breaking his back, working and his job ended up killing him. Like he got some, he was doing, he was like spraying the inside of hot tubs and like the shit that got in his lungs he ended up dying from it okay and i was like man that guy was you know his someone in his immediate family was talking shit about him and he had to just suck it up and keep providing that whole time and i guess he could have just left that situation you know but like when you have a kid it's complicated there was no one there to say hey it's okay dude seriously that's what i mean like like, i I can't imagine what you know what it would have meant to him to be able to just like vent that to somebody else or like have somebody be like hey dude like your wife's full of shit like don't <laughs> you're 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 doing great and mm-hmm. you, if you and if it sucks sometimes that's valid man like <laughs> also maybe wear a mask bro. yeah what the <laughs> yeah. hell is going on here yeah <laughs> they have these things called respirators <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have special cartridges for what you're working with well why do you think why do you think that they treat this is a long time ago why do why are men treated this way did we do it to ourselves or was this done to us did, did we decide that we needed to be tough to impress each other or are we trying to impress ladies or did ladies demand that we be this probably way some combination of all of that throughout history would be, my It'd be impossible to unpack probably yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. some genetics in that mm-hmm. it's yeah. strange it does seem like yeah. it's very natural for us to to be like as men when you grow up you're like all right which men do i look up to like how do i learn how to be a man and me <laughs> right, always follow Shaden. <laughs> but you watch movies and stuff and you're like okay you know John Wayne was the one where I think it was a whole generation raised by John Wayne movies mm-hmm. and others 
uh, you know, is that the guy that we should be? Is hold in your emotions and always act tough and macho, machismo? Or is it Owen Wilson? Right. Yeah, there's is it a, the opposite? There's totally a, opposite. There's a time for both. Like, I don't think you have to, like, I don't. I wouldn't recommend one over the other. Like, I think there's yeah. definitely value in a man being taught to be tough and shoulder some, some heavy shit, you know? And don't, don't gripe about it. Don't cry about it. Just pick that shit up and get it done. But when it's over, if it left you f- kind of fucked up and you need to talk about it, that's fucking okay, too, you mm-hmm. know? Like, Absolutely. If you're a young, if you wanted to raise a young person, what would you say to it? I guess we're talking about men currently, but this could work for anybody. Like, how would you tell a young person, like, go yourself excluded? Like, who would you have them watch? Or, or where would you have a young person go to observe masculinity in the way that's, that's I good? Don't, I don't know. I don't know that I would. I don't know that, that I would, even a stupid I don't know that I would put question. one single person or source on a pedestal because then it's just setting it up for for failure, you know, and well, all, like everything's Mark, Mark subject Twain, to change. Mark too. Twain used to say, if you want to teach a, a boy to be a man, you send him down to the docks or you send him where men are working because yeah. then they'll learn how to be. But then that's also maybe the tough guy place. It definitely is. Um I mean, if you had, would you, would you send him down to the docks kind of thing or would you send him somewhere else? Would I, you think, send him to I think I think a dose of tough work but also a dose of delicate work too like give them give them a taste of the spectrum and then let them yeah let wouldn't them figure wouldn't, out the degrees in between wouldn't the yeah. most exposure that you can give a child to basically anything be what's good i mean Is again yourself. with within reason but you know different types of people different yes. types of jobs different different types of music mm-hmm. yeah. hell different, different types of religion and, if yeah. that's your thing exactly. I, I mean try to expose them to more than just what you know that seems like a very nice way to raise a child to me. That sounds great. You know, and I, even in my situation, I, I mean, I have this idea of, you know, everything being outdoors and, you know, they tend to lean that way anyway. But yeah, I'm sure that there's going to come a time when they start teaching me things that I didn't know. Definitely. You know, kids definitely do that. Yeah. Especially about your patients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Becomes crazy. So, yeah, I, I still I've noticed the same thing where my whole life men's mental health has been a back burner thing. Yeah, where there's just that stigma where you just need to be tough, and it does seem like it happens from a really early age. And but the people that are taking care of us are the ones that can instill it. Sometimes it's just important. You just got to suck it up and be tough, though. I mean, that Absolutely. is the reality of life. Yeah. It is. And and so I said time and place. And when I things just... calm down, it's okay to break down. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. Well, I, I mean, I think men of a... war do it regularly, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean. Teaching kids discipline doesn't mean being a dick to them. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what's different, I think, in some of the things. In the last several years, what, right or wrong, however we're teaching our kids, we're being softer with them. We're, we're, hopefully discipline is still getting in there. It seems like mm-hmm. it. kids are still getting good grades and being whatever, professional athletes and all this stuff. It's still happening from these generations, but I don't know. I wonder, uh, yeah. is it becoming softer because we're naturally getting more moral, or are we figuring something out or are we going astray there's a lot of variables there but i guess if i was to put a disclaimer on this whole segment of conversation it would be um take care of your mental health you don't have to be ashamed of it but also don't expect the world to cater to your state of mental health either um you know seek seek help where and when you can you don't have to be embarrassed about it, but don't expect the whole world to walk on eggshells just because you're not in a good spot either. Like Jeff said, sometimes you're going to have to 
suck it up yeah. and move forward. But just don't don't push yourself beyond your breaking point without you know just because you feel like you can't talk about it. Like find find time, find space, and and sort that shit out. No yeah, you, you have a responsibility to learn to learn tools to get through. So, I mean, you know, something like anxiety, it's like, yeah, there's medications for anxiety, but there's also a lot of mental tools that, Tons of yes. that people are, that anxiety. if they take yeah. the time, they can be taught and learned. Mm-hmm. At some point you have to learn how you can adapt to your surroundings. So it doesn't affect you so negatively. You, you have a responsibility to yourself and to mm-hmm. the people around you. That doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days and you can't verbalize that to people that are important to you. But yeah, absolutely. You can't expect everybody to cater to it, and if they don't, you become a victim well, and, no matter, and multiply your issues. No matter how good you get at dealing with it, you're always going to have times where it kicks you on your ass. Too, of course, you know. I mean, everybody that, has okay. anxiety to some extent. Yeah. I mean, hell, I get anxiety about things, things that they make me uncomfortable. That's why I go do yeah. uncomfortable shit. <laughs> I have a bad. I get, I get panic attacks. I've always, I've had it. My dad's kind of. He's been great about it, but he's never understood. Like he's kind of learned about anxiety. I think through, it's it's a real thing, me, and I think it, know, it, I think it's a real thing, and I think it, it can be chronic. But I also believe that, uh, coupled with medications and tools, a lot of people really can get through life. Absolutely, I try to, I try to treat it as an opportunity to polish my coping mechanisms or learn more about myself, which is hard to do when you're in the grips of it. Yeah, it literally it's feels chemistry. like the world's going to end and you're going to die imminently. Yeah. And chemistry is very powerful. It's fucking, but I, but yeah, I think it's that, fucking gnarly. But but you just the best thing you can do is recognize it for what it is, and and move with it instead of trying yeah. to you know rail against it like oh something's wrong with me I'm fucked I'm you know this is ah just ride I'm I'm wrong just yeah just take but your hand I have this idea yeah. I have this idea that people that suffer basically from anxiety they they forget that everybody does actually acknowledge that and and go through anxiety maybe not as frequently but everybody's been through traumatic things mm. and, and things that give them anxiety and uh, yeah so it's, it's generally when degree. things are shitty in life. Yeah. And as your life gets better, the anxiety tends to drop down. Hmm, but not sure. even on you it can. Know, not yeah. always. Yeah. Not always. I understand it's a real thing. There's a spectrum. But there's still but there's still a responsibility to like handle that. To I do agree. your best. I agree. All, all the I, universe I, asks I, of you is I to do your best. I have chronic anxiety yeah. that hits me. I could be having a, a great week and nothing's wrong and all of a sudden I'll just get crippled, you know. But I don't let it keep me down. As much as it depends on me, I work my way through it. I try not to make it anybody else's problem. If I really need, sometimes I need to just tell somebody. I'm like, hey, I don't need you to fix this, but I'm freaking out right now. Yeah. And and I trust those people for a reason. They're usually just like, okay, like, any idea why? No. All right. Well, do you need something? Nope. I just needed to tell you. Okay. Just your ears. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's fine. So. And that's you know maybe that's another thing for this men's mental health and everyone's mental health. It's like we do have kind of a stigma throughout my life. It's again changed over the last decade or two where there's some something wrong with you if you go see someone and talk to them a professional yeah and that's also shit <clears throat> well i i do yeah i think so mm-hmm. uh, there is also the thing that they might prescribe you medication and that you don't want but just the fact of going and talking to someone i think it's like getting a tune-up with your car it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's a ferrari but you still gotta put oil in it you still gotta fucking fix some of the shit in it yeah and as people it's like maybe this is again about being kind of macho it's like no i'm not broken i'm great i'm great the way i am and it's like no but you got stuff in there every one of us has something if you go to talk therapist and they listen to you for 15 minutes and their first brainstorm solution is to give you medication get the fuck out tell them to fuck off yeah just tell them to fuck off because and it's not i'm not as this isn't me being you know biased against 
psych meds as much as it is just saying if they can't take the time to actually get to know you beyond even just one session even if it's longer than 15 minutes if you, if you talk to them for an hour and they don't have any better idea or more shit that they want to help you unpack then hell well why don't you Second take these meds time. fuck them they don't care about you right you know and that's fine it's okay you don't have to trust them right right <laughs> you know, you know they, can, they have to earn your trust just like anybody else i right. could join this conversation once again from my world from the law enforcement perspective on <clears throat> what happens in law enforcement uh as far as Please. i mean mental health and law enforcement tend to go together with ptsd and uh you know all the bullshit that comes with it the the masculinity and all that crap yeah so but what happens is over time if somebody does end up having some issues whether it be suicidal or just problems in their marriages or job getting to them you don't really have anybody to go to uh they say that you do i was even part of the peer team which was there to Literally, for people yeah. to talk to if they yeah. need if they needed to um, but I'm not a professional by any means. Um, but they're really, once somebody was at the point where they really wanted to go get some help for something mentally, uh, they felt, you know, PTSD or whatever, they never came back throughout my whole career. I never saw somebody who was honest about how they were feeling and would deal with some issues that went and got help that, that, that were allowed back there was always a way to kind of push them out and redirect them really and that's part of that's the department's fault because so it's a it's becoming less and less but it's still more of a male predominant job Mm -hmm. so you have that masculinity you have old school thought of dude you just got to suck it up right you know and then you have new school thought of well no but even like after a, a shooting um the peer team actually gets everybody involved and and it's it's a way for people to talk about their, you know, talk about the incident without being critical of anybody else. You just, what happened in your perspective, you know, how it made you feel, all that good stuff, right? You've been a part of that? Yeah. Is yeah. it valuable to you? I, I, it, was, it was valuable to me when I went through it, and that actually made me want to be part of the team. Uh, and, and I got to do a lot of that. That says but, something but right ju- there. But usually, but usually it was it wasn't in time that's that's that is timely stuff it has to be within you know 72 hours to you know yeah three three to three to five days but this we weren't doing these for like a month out by then it was i mean rehashing stuff you're rehashing stuff and you know that's hard because you might have already it's the wounds fixed it a little bit you've at least figured out how to hide it yeah you at least figured out how to hide it but anyway so then when people get to the point where they have to go to the counseling or something they just i've never saw anybody go and come back there was always a way to push them out which like i said was part of it partially the, the department's fault but can you imagine the community let's say somebody did go they had ptsd issues were having some drinking problems whatever they went they went and got help they were in rehab for three months got all squared away they come back to work and they go back to work and let's say they get in a shooting what is the community going to do to that officer absolutely destroy them and the department because you let him come back after he had mental issues and now he came back and shot somebody who's to say that that didn't have anything to do with the shooting if it was if it was mostly the department covering their ass you know like on a just in case thing in in the question it's it's never so blatantly done it's it's always kind of some behind the scenes shit so yeah. I don't have the answer. Yeah. I don't have the answer, but I can see where that would be the issue. I mean, mm-hmm. you really are. You're just a number. And <laughs> your value is based on the tax dollars for the yeah. year and how much gas we have, money we have left for the cars. That's, that's too bad. That's that kind of a primary example of exactly what I'm talking about. And not, not just, you know, 
putting the department in my crosshairs with that statement, but also the community, you know, it's just like, okay, so you can't, you can't have enough grace based on the shit that you've gone through and you've dealt with. And granted, you're not the one out there making life and death decisions. I get that. But still, if you can't have enough grace to extend that to this guy who's like, yeah, he went through that. He got help, which is good. It's what he should have done is get some, the right thing, get get himself straight. If it happens again, the grace should extend beyond that too, in my opinion. And that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about where it's like, it's okay. It should be okay for men to admit that they're not okay, but then they shouldn't be stigmatized after the fact for getting help you know yeah that's, who, that's a who's doing example that? who's you know? are you doing that do you i'm not doing that right i don't think you're doing that either jeff you're not stigmatizing males for getting help who's doing that no I, stop it. if you're at home right now listening and you're doing that <laughs> you, you stop you're doing right that now. to yourself Quit. because of your own your own uh, yeah yeah people do it to themselves they do so how do we how do we get the word out where it's like dude guys and gals fucking stop fucking, let's let's i'll tell you how you got some issues if anybody if any it. of you guys need to vent it out call shaden talk Here's to his number. you know if you can but but if you really just need to shout into the void man Send us an email. Yeah. We'll, we'll listen to you. For sure. I think I speak for all three of us. And if, you, if you need to reach out, we're here for you. Absolutely. <laughs> last 27 years of my life has been waking up. Not 20. Well, since I had a cell phone. The last 20 years of my life has been waking up to messages from random people asking help with their life. I mean, yeah. that, that is part of my life. That's, That's part of what I, I do. And I, I have, still do it now. We have that in common, actually. I do yeah. with a lot of that myself. Yeah. Well, I'm cool. thankful to have two problem solvers as buddies. That's We're here cool. for you, Zach. I appreciate it. I got a lot of shit to out, unpack. Buddy. Have you listened to my show? There's a lot of stuff <laughs> to work on, for sure. I just don't, I know, I just don't know which yeah. voice we need to work Zach, on first. Zach has, Zach has <laughs> talk, shit talk therapy with the characters in his head. <laughs> I think it's effective. You should... Hmm? I, I feel very zen lately. I feel very zen. I gotta say, it's probably the most honest anybody could be. It's it's pretty dumb of me, yeah. I've definitely... can't play Art of War in this world anymore, so... well. Pussy. I know. No, I, I'm leaning <laughs> into it. I'm Fucking kidding. tear down the walls. Uh, well, okay. So I wonder what we can do for mental health besides just shout from the, the rooftops that it's like it's okay to be a dude and not uh, not be okay. I think that's well, the problem because at the end of the day, that's all you can do because you can't force somebody to fix themselves. Yeah, right. I think it's just I think you can only encourage can, them. Yeah. What we can do is what we just did is just talk about. Talk it. About I think it, the yeah. more people that just talk about it openly. And the, then that's what changes it over time. It's not going to change overnight, just like most anything else, you know, but like the more like you guys that are listening, go talk about it. Like, it's fine. Like, make sure yeah. your friends know, like, yeah, <laughs> like, be, I mean, careful what you invite. Cause you know, sometimes you hear some shit. You don't really like, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not good, maybe don't invite your friends. <laughs> bullshit. In Definitely well. put your like, foot in yeah, the water yeah. before you jump in. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but you get my point. Like it's just the more it's talked about, the more normal it becomes. I think I so. agreed. Yeah, so let's fix it. Yeah. We can in our lifetime in this week. Let's fix it this yeah. week. We better fix it by next episode. Well, let's move on to a reasonableist party, and we're kind of keeping on that. Let's that fix topic. that too. Let's fix that as well for sure. <laughs> uh, but education is in the news right now. They just, I guess, uh, forgave ten thousand dollars worth of student debt. I don't know the details, so there's probably a bunch of stipulations in there that you know, blah blah blah. Hmm. Uh, education, as far as our reasonableist party. Do governments educate our kids for the reasonableness party? No. Okay. So we wouldn't even have public schools like that. I would rather have it be in the, in the uh, private realm. Oh, same. Affordable private yeah. realm. So that's the question. Like, well, we, if there was more, if there was more, if if the majority of schools were in the private realm, there would be affordable ones. I think it's just just via necessity. Yeah. You know, like there, would there, will be, be, yeah. there will there will be 
entities that will be like, oh, we're going to cater to this strata of you know people that are looking for education, and that and so that we want, we're going to make them be able to afford it. Right, you know, and, and we so. should say, I mean. I think all three of us want the very best education for as many kids as possible. That is the goal. And that's why we pick the market to do that. But now people, the, the immediate response will be, well, what about poor kids? Kids that don't have any money. So we already kind of have programs for that. And that is like the public school system is kind of designed I'm, around that. I'm, but I'm all for social assistance programs. Absolutely. As far, especially as far as that goes. I like want to live in yeah. the most educated yeah. fucking society. Yeah, so. which, is, which is, that's honestly... Uh, <laughs> That's been not the case for a lot of cultures throughout history and countries throughout history is like they're, they're like, oh, an educated population is a dangerous population. Like right. they'll, they'll overthrow us if we definitely, if, you know, go after what governments don't like. Yeah. Do what the yeah. governments don't like. hundred percent. And that's why I'm, I mean, that's not why, but I mean, I'm, I am totally knowing that I'm totally good with trying to educate as many people as possible, as much as they possibly want to be educated and then leave them with the tools to continue their own education yes. after the fact. The most important thing is to which continue you, which to you all have. Yourself. If you have the ability to listen to this show, yeah. you have the ability it's, to educate yourself. So it's the internet <laughs> yeah. and, and your, your patience. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, my goal has always been like to get a Harvard level education to whoever wants it. Like mm -hmm. in my mind, if I could figure out a way to do that, it's that. And the market is the best way to get everything else. Every other commodity that we, we play with or service, we can generally do that. I mean, there's, there's examples of prisons and policing and legal systems that are more complex. But education is so, so important. You would think that we would want to use the tool that works the best, which is people watching with their dollars as a market. The parents would have a lot more say if they have choices to take their kids out of school and in school. So mm -hmm. parents' choice would immediately be, you know, which, you know, there's some, there's a lot of power in, in parents in schools, as we talked about before, we did this and stuff. But I don't know. To me, it seems like the market is the only way to do what people are trying when they want. You talk about equality, equity. I mean, there's no way to do that in a government system since we're funding it with, you know, property taxes in areas. It, it seems like governments are the antithesis of educating people in a fair way, but we're continually, we've been doing it for a fucking a hundred years or something. Well, or the you know, I wonder does is outdated too, including all the fucking, all the bells and there. shit. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder yeah, how many it's it's factory since we were making factory. Workers, yeah, exactly. I wonder how many of these teachers really would think about that. We have in the public system now would really think about opening up their own school, right? their own private school. I've challenged a couple of my teacher friends that, cause I think they'd be great at it. And I think there's a lot of teachers that would, cause there's, there are teachers that go to other countries and do exactly that. I mean, you know, look, and they're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, those people are rock stars as far as I'm concerned. It seems to me that the homeschooling is getting bigger and bigger. Cause there's a lot of, with computers and there's a lot of other different options. And now you've got collective community parents getting together and they'll That's have X thing. amount of kids I'm all, all, all essentially yeah. this pod of kids is 10 families. And on Monday they're at this house and this is what they learned on Tuesday. They're at this house or they have one location and this mm -hmm. person's going to come in and teach this, this parent's going to mm -hmm. come in and teach this, which I think is awesome. Me too. So they have to learn how to read lot. and write. That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. And it changes a lot though, as far hard. as how, how things are structured after education too, because then we have to have some sort of, you know, not unanimous, but widely accepted agreement that like, Hey, so, uh, you know, this grad, the high school diploma, or I graduated from 13 years of pod work. You know what I mean? Like those have to have some level of equivalence or mm -hmm. we have to just, 
take people based on their merit and how they fit the job and fuck all that. And do they because they're worthy of you know not a requirement but just worthy of consideration? I don't know, like because yeah. it changes that. Couple things, and I, I hate that system honestly. Like it's not things. a good system. This piece that, of paper though. qualifies you to do this. No, not really. It's not a good system, huh? <laughs> I mean, first off, I have a good enough diploma, and it's just as valuable as a high school diploma, right? Um, In so, the real world, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't make a difference. So a, a, a different variation, I don't think, really would matter at all. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, it depends. And it depends on the company, which I guess would probably not be any different. anecdotal evidence. But I don't think I've ever met a homeschooled kid that isn't so damn smart. I mean, they're way smarter than other kids. They do. The, the order of tends to be that way. The order of college preparedness is homeschooled, and then there's like unschooled, which is a weird kind of homeschooled where they just don't teach them until a certain level. That's what that they, guy we met in Vegas wrote yeah. books about, huh? But they do better. They're prepared for college more. Then it's uh, charter schools, and all the, the only difference there is that the the people that run the school have more say in the curriculum. And then public schools, and like public schools are, you know, there's some really good public schools that compete with the charter schools and even some of the private schools, but almost all of them are in wealthy areas, and it's they're treated like public or like private schools. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the proof is in the pudding there, and that's been that way for a long time. Like, we just don't... You get what you pay for and everything else. Why wouldn't you get what you pay for in this? Yeah. But the problem is is that having the government being part of the competition is what makes all this so skewed, where we're like, I can't even imagine. How would kids get buses, and how would we get lunches, and you know, all these things? But again it's like let's remove the cancer the community would figure that out yeah and then we'll figure out how to get healthy with with that because we just like you said just now a pod full of parents uh, that are good at teaching like find the the two parents that are really good at these you know at you know i also want to say that being a teacher isn't just fucking flip a switch and you're a teacher the teachers that i know would say that yeah a lot of people were homeschooled during 2020 and whatnot but they weren't they were they were not educated at all yeah. and that's what happened well that's different that was forced teachers. and and they weren't paying attention or yeah. blah, blah blah it was way harder to be but that educated. was different when it was forced upon families that had no preparedness for it whatsoever. i agree i agree but so. there were some people that took it on wholeheartedly and it is not easy and like the florida thing where and i don't know enough about this because i might be just listening to propaganda on the tvs but uh you know turning military people right into teachers after you know a couple of weeks of training or I don't know if that's true. Uh, Somebody can write that. I don't know if that's true, but if it, it is, doesn't, that's that's doesn't sound right, it's yeah, probably not. As a, it doesn't sound right, so it can't. that's not reasonable at all. Yeah. But if that is the case, like teachers shouldn't be looked at like that. They are not, you can't just be a teacher because you're nice or because you're smart or because oh, I'm a big history buff. It's like, yeah, that's not how teaching is. Could have happened though. I know that they supplemented hospital staff with uh, military people, people. Military with, with military with, training or with all, medical not training not, right. not, from, not from what I looked at anyway Shit. I mean they gave him r- rudimentary field training and then sent him into a hospital it's like oh, are you sure yeah <laughs> let's not do that with our kids as I mean, a, yeah. hey thanks for stepping up for sure boys and girls but it's just like as an outside observer I'm like ah, that's probably not great <laughs> right for sure well I don't know so as the reasonablest party I mean would we even have a department of education would we would be looking to demanish demanish dismantle that and like the department of education just has always had like a negative connotation with to my mind you know it's just like we decide what everyone is taught you know get them while they're young right it's like i'm like mm, i don't know man because i i had a i had a uh, i hated school like my my, my constitution did not agree with the format of school i love to learn Same. when i was a kid i loved learning but i despised school because of the structure of it 
had just, a really hard time getting through it. Just the very idea of throwing kids together because their ages are the same is so strange. It's like, well, why? <laughs> like, yeah. what, is it a competition? Oh, which one of the 12 year olds is the best 12 year old here today? It's like, no, put the people in together that there were lots of ways to teach kids like uh, Finland is like the example of all examples because they do the best in education right away they have like two or three teachers per classroom that's right away huge but then they also have it where the the students and this is Japan too the students are teaching the 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 fastest students are teaching the slower students and oh, that's cool. I think that's exactly great. Yeah. and it, it becomes more communal it becomes easier to come it's learn, coming from peers learn a, if you've ever spent time teaching anything you learn a fuckload from trying to teach something hmm. like stuff that you wouldn't have learned just by studying it like trying to teach something shit yeah it teaches you where you fall short on certain aspects of it it teaches you practical application of it it teaches you to look at it from a different perspective all of which you may not have done just from sitting in a desk and trying to figure it out you know so yeah i think that's hugely valuable well what's the downside of of these propositions so if we put schooling into the market and we're and our goal is to make it so everyone can be educated as at the highest education again i think number one is going to be cost for Low income families. Low income yeah, families. For sure. It's going to be the issue. But yeah, that would have to be resolved. Yeah, I, but think, doesn't, I, I mean, think we'd have to supplement it with, with social assistance programs. You know, absolutely. And, and I think that that's another thing that would probably resolve. Even charity itself, might work. You know? it. I mean, that's what I would, would be. I would charity. volunteer. What about, to, I mean, what about if something I was working like, and I'm like, hey, if I can put some money a month, you know, if, I mean, if enough people are doing it, it's exactly. like a dollar, like 50 yeah. cents a month, and, and poor kids get to go to school for free. Yeah. Fine. Top Just throwing this out. Treat it like a utility, maybe. I'll give $2. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Okay. Let's say that it, we, obviously we don't want to be telling people where they need to spend their money. Right. Right. I do. <laughs> but what about saying, okay, it's gone, you should pay but you have to, that's right. But yeah. you have to give uh, X amount of your income to your, you know, favorite charity mm-hmm. a year. Like, you have to, or you want to like, you ha- we're not going to tell you who to donate to, but you have to okay. donate something. to something. Okay. To something. You, you have bre- to give- You could break it up if you wanted to or yeah, whatever. You have, yeah, you have to give something. You have to give this percentage. You have to give it to whatever you want, but it's got to go somewhere. What happens if you don't? What happens if you- I'm going to kill you. Do you get caught? <laughs> yeah. Jeff specifically will A come mob will come to your house, house. <laughs> and beat you with a tack hammer and tell you submit. I was going to suggest coal in your stocking at Christmas. You know, that works too, I guess. You know what will happen? Like, let's, some cunt will be like, you know what? I'm going to start my own charity and I'm going to give that 50 grand to myself and I'm going to spend it on things I like. You know, things will, like that will happen. That's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Or, it's still or, better than giving the or even or, the ability to be Or criminal. some sort of what is seen as a public service. Roads or yeah, but roads would be an awesome utility that we would pay. Like people always say, that's the number right. one thing that people say. Like, well, what about our roads, my roads, and and libertarians and anarchists and all most people that look at free markets and stuff, they're like, well, shit, that's one of the easiest things to make. Well, things that are a necessity are going to be the easiest things to fund. You want clean water? Great, we all got to pay for it. It's a utility. Yeah, all right, that's exactly. fine. You Power. want roads to drive on without holes in them? Cool. Utility. Well, we got to pay for it. It's yeah. a utility. And imagine if you we know, paid for it not through the government. There will be companies that go in and they cover all of that. They're like, here you go. This is your one. If you partner with us, 
we've we've got you the be- the smartest utility package possible mm-hmm. it pays for your roads your water your you know your education stuff whatever it pays for all of it it's this much a month or it's this much a year and, and then you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it and, and then, look at what your roads you know. look like we've talked about this before it's fucking video game roads where it's like the best lit roads <laughs> it's heated roads there's no ice anymore on roads it just goes away because we pay for it instead of letting the government filter it through the company they choose and then that company's saying like well if we we have the contract for four years. If we don't spend all the money this year, we won't get the amount that next the problem year. Problem I see is the roads will be different depending on where you go. Totally would be. It would be. But wouldn't that be kind of fair on some level too? It would, but it also be like what Are, it's like. What do those lines mean? Oh shit! <laughs> they sh- we should make the widgets fit the widgets. Yeah, definitely. I mean that. But we don't need the government the to do that. To talk to the right. That's all I'm saying. I mean, in stop this signs, city, we drive on the other side of the road. Yeah, what? I think we can all agree you that cross, stop signs cross look the, the same. community line, and you have to like <laughs> other side. Welcome to actual New England. Get on the left side. No, I'm on the right side. Yeah. Here's your complimentary fish and chips. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I can hold the fish. Yeah. I'll take the chips. I'll though. take his fish. <laughs> well, okay. So I guess we would, uh, in my view of, of this, like, let's pretend that this is a real party and we got elected to something. It's I like love parties. Uh, we would have a blast. <laughs> Lots of cocaine at the reasonableness party. But we would, uh, I would take away the Department of Education kind of slowly. Like, the federal government doesn't really do that much, actually. It kind of just causes problems. It doesn't fund a lot of the schools in the country. It just kind of is, makes it a political dumb thing. It funds a lot of dumb shit in it, other parts of the world. It sure does. <laughs> but the, the state governments are also, you know, they're where I think most of the power is and stuff, so there would be some issues there. I don't know. But I would like to get rid of it slowly. Just, But it would it'd be best just to march in and march out. That's, you know, just pull the band-aid off and whatever but you need a big plan because i don't want just like 2020 we watched a whole group of kids just not be educated for a year or more right and that's going to hurt us throughout the rest of their lives and all of our lives with them because you know they may have lost the liking to learn whatever i don't want that to happen i got to play a lot more video games that can't be bad right but i would volunteer washington you're right and they will learn stuff there's good writers in that but washington state i think we should take it for the team again and be the uh be the place where we try it out we've already got yeah, weed legal all the Let's drugs are legal fucking might as well see if the kids can what they'll be all right if we take away the, the isn't this city itself isn't this where like burger king and mcdonald's Used to test all their new foods and their yes. toys and at one shit point like Coke too. See, I mean, other other free markets are yeah. doing it yeah. already. Yeah, and I know we've been the guinea pigs for everything. Right? <laughs> Welcome Probably to Spokane. Got butt cancer or something <laughs> from from <laughs> right in my left cheek from Crystal Pepsi Blue. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> like we think the blue might make their shit green, and but we're not sure yet. Dinosaur egg oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't last long. But we got they spent millions on the commercial for it. <laughs> were the dinosaur? Were those things chocolate? The, they were something. Something. <laughs> they were sugary, sugary I liked treats. Them. <laughs> I remember that. All right, we got one last kind of serious conversation, and basically the question is: Is organized religion good for society? So we just talked about is education yeah, from government good? Mainline that shit. Yes, right into the veins. <laughs> Put it in my eye. <laughs> so it's not much of a pivot to go from one centralized control thing to another. And that's how I look at religion and that's how I look at government is they're both ways to trick individuals into believing that there's a central authority. And that's the way I look at both of them because that's how they act. So do you, yeah. think, do you think that there is a meaningful number of people that need 
some idea of a central authority in order to behave in a manner that is considered moral? I don't know. Yes, I do believe that. I kind of, I kind of do too. And that is why. Well, that's why I don't think politics are. Really do, but I think there's a lot of people. That's that why politics are mimicking guns. religion. Well, religion, guns. religion in itself is dying. I would What'd agree. Oh, oh, go ahead. I said religion in it by itself. He is, said they all need guns. And I oh, <laughs> guidance. All no, need guidance. Guns. Oh. They all need guns. <laughs> religion is dying, and people are re- like, what the are fuck? replacing religion with government and treating it the same. Well, government is religion. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you get rid of, rid of government and and all religions, people are still going to create a new higher central power to believe in. But will be, they always will. will That's why there's been how how many thousands of gods. It's the same thing over and over and over. 6,000. Yeah. But how, how it couldn't be as destructive as one that's got its foothold in. I mean, the, the Roman Catholic Church is its own country. The Vatican is its own country. It, the amount of wealth that it controls is ridiculous to where whether or not there's a God, that person and the people that, he, that work for him and stuff has so much terrestrial power. Like, that's the thing where it's like, okay, so there's a God and stuff. I, I can't, nobody can prove it. And the Pope's riding around in a bulletproof car. So he doesn't seem to believe it that much with the seatbelt on. He has all this human power to do human things and say, Hey, Africa, no condoms for you. You know, those kind of things where it's like, that's, that's too human for There's an overwhelming number of people that want that. That, would, right. that demand that you know and that I mean? want and big I'm government too. Where does that, where does it leave them? If, if that stuff goes away, where does that question leave those people like it? The, and I guess that's my question with, with posing this is like, regardless of your personal feelings on, on I- any organized religion, do we think that it has some utility that we would be worse off if it wasn't there? Well, I, I think wonder, the answer like, it's is easy to say it's easy to say, oh, something would just arise to replace it, which I think is true. But I think that anything new wouldn't have the same sort of power as something that that exists beyond a single generation, like beyond the current right. generation. You know what I mean? The, the antithesis is what I was saying, right? Yeah. Like right. becomes powerful and, and meaningful when it has as much money as it does and has as much sway as it does. You're right. right. Well, there are, I am one of those people that, you know, I don't have to fear what happens to me in death to keep my yes, personal can. morality <laughs> on earth. And I probably You're burn. I mean, <laughs> Maybe. You're the answer is maybe to me. You're going to I don't paradise. Know. You'll have a ton of virgins. Maybe that too. <laughs> yeah, they're probably all going to look like you and they'll stay virgins. <laughs> they it's shave. a lot of mothers-in-laws too. <laughs> um, don't tell everybody I'm a virgin. <laughs> I was just saying I wouldn't fuck you no matter what. <laughs> See, I told you I'm not pretty enough to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's just his opinion. Come on. It's Jeff. His opinion's the opinion. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, sorry. Uh, what were you talking I, about? I take great pleasure I don't know in derailing you. <laughs> We've derailed. Like, I've been derailed like six times. In I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Well, we were talking about religion and how it's not useful to society or how oh, it is. Right. Yeah, but I, I think that there are some people that actually do need that central being to believe in. Yeah. To actually get through their day to day, and you know, not murder people. Right, but that's a, we're talking a small percentage of people need a sociopath or, or a psychopath is somebody that's going to maybe go kill somebody, maybe. Uh, 
but the most people it's like it's this authority figure that's kind of directing their morality is what it seems like mm -hmm. and and i respect the shit out of that because we all come out without any guidebook we don't know and so the bible or the quran or whatever it is kind of like this little guidebook of human life like try not to do these fucking hundred things i, I don't and disagree with that I don't, I don't think that's wrong well, but what but. yeah right but what what bothers me is that the secular world has not done like for example when i went to homeschool my kid in california it's like okay would you like to be homeschooled lutheran homeschooled you know episcopalian you know there were very few and this is california too there were very few places that you could go and find a curriculum that were that was very much secular and this was several years ago and stuff but and another thing like religion has the absolute one, one of the best things that they do is the sense of community that atheists and agnostics and secular people just don't really have uh and that i think would be a, a bane to society to especially just pull the band-aid off that one where it's like well now we have no place for you to go that you feel comfortable and safe and there is nothing that really replaces it but like as an atheist by myself I rejected all the religious texts and I took what I liked and stuff and I made my own moral code and compass. And that's what we have to do as responsible adults, even with the Bible, even as a believer, you still are building that. So really it's like, how do we give people uh, a bunch of different options, which I guess religion is too, but a bunch of different options of like, here's a little framework for human beings. Like, you know, don't fucking do this and this and this and this without, you know, taking away from the, the, Without any superstition whatsoever, can we do that? You know, because that's what they're asking for, and com and community I don't know too. If we can. <laughs> right? That's that's the thing. Maybe I don't, I don't maybe religion solved I mean, that I, imperfectly. I'm, I I don't really claim to be an atheist. I mean, my beliefs are kind of complicated, but I'm, I'm certainly not. I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Buddhist. I'm not a Muslim. I'm an like, atheist to all you, those you things. You can yes. put a bunch of boxes in front of me, and I'm like, nope. But but I do I do have some deeply held beliefs that a lot of, most people would call spiritual. You know, but it's Same. just. It's not, uh, I, I, I built it for myself more or less, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, it's not like I invented it all, but I, I, I took things that resonated with the core of me wherever I could find them. I didn't discriminate. I looked as many places. I still, I continue to do this. I'm not done. <laughs> you right. know, I probably yeah, yeah. do it till the day I die. And I think that's kind of the point, but yeah. I picked as many things that resonated with me for whatever reason. And I'm just adding them to a pile and seeing how they fit together and how they interact with one another. And that is my belief system. And it's not for anybody else, which is why I tend to not talk about it. You mm -hmm. know, it's for me. Yeah. And, and, and I think that it would behoove everybody to do some version of that. But at the same time, I don't feel a desire to take somebody's thing away from them right. just right. because it's a pre-existing or pre-preordained. It's system, no small you know thing. What I mean? It's like no I don't, small if thing. As long as your religion isn't, you know, doing things that I find completely deplorable or harming other people, I don't have any desire to take that from you. And I, you know, and, and I don't even necessarily want to change your mind. I, I would talk to you about it. I, I'll point out inconsistencies and stuff. We can have a discussion about it, and that's fine. But if it's working for you and it's enriching your life then fine i think, right. I think you should be allowed to have it you know sure. but, well, but i, but I agree but i agree that it shouldn't go so far as to where that belief system is then wielded like a cudgel mm -hmm. to control people because right. that's that's that is that circles right back into oh well now it is harming people and, the only and thing and we that, can prove not right is the terrestrial know? power of a church we can't prove the spiritual power of a church. Yeah. You can say, hey, I felt better. I felt healed. And that's fine. And maybe that was what happened. But we can only prove that the churches use <laughs> their power terrestrially on people yeah, and to do absolutely. people shit. 
And that's the weird thing, because God shouldn't give a shit. Like, the whole point of the afterlife is like, we'll sort it out when you get here. It's like, well, then why the fuck do you guys all care so much about who votes where and what's going on? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this makes zero sense. But I don't know, like religion, because of that community, uh, it does have this kind of place in our society. Even, you know, Nation of Islam, uh, you know, they took a lot of people off drugs, all those in, things. In human society all the way back to the beginning. There's always been some form of... Well, again, like, because of that that quest to find out what that central power is. Uh, yeah. Right. And that'll never, Even, that'll never end. I think that's just part and of the And that goes beyond thing. life mm-hmm. and death, really. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's funny, this is kind of off subject a little bit, but it's like, I always respect people. Religion is a thing where, I mean, it's based on faith, but they're big claims. Like, I respect people that come up to me in my life and have said, you know, I want to try and save you from your, your sins and those kind of things. Because when you think about it, <laughs> if you're you like, th- I have too many, you can't handle it. <laughs> I've been my, that guy. My yeah. sins are bigger. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but think about it. It's like they, the people, they really do believe it's like, I have the key to save your fucking eternal soul. All you have and to do is this simple that, thing. Of course they're going to try. Exactly. They love you. But yeah. if they didn't care, that's the thing where it's like, that's why when Jehovah's Witness come around and stuff, it's like, that was nice of you. I know you're kind of coming from a weird spot and you want me to control my women and stuff, but uh, that was nice of you to, to, to warn me. And I appreciate the proselytizing because they, Really, if if what I, they believe I is true, I'm nice fucked. They allow me to do give it to in do return. back. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but you don't have the same deep seated belief in in the thing. Uh, you deep seated belief in my thing, right? But but uh, to to counteract their thing, you're like, I really just don't believe your thing. It's not deep seated. It's just like sounds ridiculous to me. But you know, yeah. okay. But I do I do try and be respectful of of uh, the positive things that religion does do. That community thing is very difficult for atheist agnostics and secular people to to replace yeah. it shouldn't be because it's like the ymca kind of thing but <laughs> would you rather go to church or the ymca and that the, i mean depends y, on where you are for sure they got a swimming pool well sure, <laughs> sure. They got a but gym. if you want to talk about your if you want to talk about your nice marriage track outside. if you want to talk about you know my my son is acting out and this and that you know i i would like it to be someplace like the y it would be just as good as the church yeah i'd be but, really scared to go to a church and talk about any of that i would <laughs> well, too i know it's uh it just, it just <laughs> burst into flames, as they say, when you walk into church. Because, right? like, with the, the the allure of being—I think the reason people are so comfortable with doing that in a religious setting is that they're they have a you know, it's like, hey, there's a some being that's over all of us, or beings, depending on what you believe. There's some being or beings that's over all of us, and our problems are trivial to that you know, he, him, her, or them, right? And so we're all here to talk about it and and who am i to judge you because our being just kind of gives us all you know leave to be fucked up as long as we're trying to be better and of course this depends on the religion christianity is the one that i have the most exposure to in my life but i've studied many and uh i think that if you remove that that you know that higher being who's willing to you know work with you or condemn you even you know to, oh we're all condemned so we it's safe to talk about it here because yeah. we're all condemned equally you know right. whatever the case and we all be. believe the same yeah. Yeah, yeah if you remove that it's hard to it's hard to build that same sense of open community sharing because it's like oh well nobody has the answers well so. it becomes really scary because i yeah. don't like people in groups right. over like you know, what we're doing right here there's no there's no like there's no mutual yeah. unwritten contract that we've all signed that says like, you can't fucking treat me different when I tell you my shit you yeah. know? <laughs> that is crazy Yeah, 
I don't know. Because, yeah, if, well, if we... To, to piggyback on that, young, early 20s of my life, I did get very much into church and did surround myself with church people and did open up to church people, and they rejected me. Yeah? Yeah, they're like... Happens a lot. Yeah. It does. So... And it's... And it's... It's... It'll fuck you up, too. Especially if you're really... If you're really seeking it with a... You know, an open mind and an open heart, and then you get tossed out with the trash or yeah it was pretty condemned bad. you know it's like it's like ooh. okay well there's no coming back from that i guess i thought this was, <laughs> forgi- yeah, I thought yeah, this so. was a forgiving place apparently yeah. not I think have you read the like book any- it's yeah. uh, there's not as much of that as you think uh, I, think I just watched the commercial for the church it seemed so nice they're all having dinner together <laughs> the playland was cute yeah. everybody's giving hugs and happy that one kid was crying but it was a baby yeah. so you know well, I, I have you guys ever been to a church where they speak in tongues yes have you? Yeah, yeah. And you were standing next to him when they were oh, doing yeah. yeah, same here. Oh, yeah, flopping been to? on the floor and shit, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the flopping, yeah. but the tongues yeah, was I've crazy. Seen the, you know, speaking in tongues, touch them aggressively on the forehead, and they fall down and like have a seizure. Ugh. I'm like, whew. I think that goes hand in hand with you it. Guys, I think you guys some... didn't give me the drugs that everybody else got. <laughs> well, no, I'd, feel, I'd be feeling Lord, left baby. out at that point, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. I love it when they get it on film. I mean, you guys are really, really having fun just mutually disregarding reality and I missed the memo or you guys are on some substances that I didn't get handed when I came through the door I need one of that whatever that was were you sure that I think I just got grape juice or wine I'm not sure this bread had the LSD that the other guys got in it but mine was just Jesus crackers they 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 have the churches with the snakes and if you don't get bit you know, you're good to go. And if you got bit, it was God's will. So <laughs> it was, it was kind of a no win situation. But even right. that, even all that, I don't want to take that from those people. If that's what, I, it, you that's know what? what, if that's what adds value to their life, fuck it. For sure. You know, I don't care. I think my, yeah, I'm not saying I had a problem with it. I just don't want to do it. It's myself. bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, in my opinion, I'm like, Ooh, okay. Not my cup of tea. Uh, you know, <laughs> I used to go out and catch rattlesnakes. Who am I to say? Yeah. So that's what I mean, I'm sure I do some stuff that they would find. I mean, really no, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I wasn't crocodiles on you picking them up by the heads. My friend did that and got bit. I, cut their heads off yikes so. this is a safer way i guess that, that must be the best way to do it how to deal with a snake all right well fuck fuck I, i'd say we uh we kind of got somewhere with that yeah i mostly just wanted to point out that because i feel that i have a more than one associate in my life who is very angsty against religion any religion any form of organized religion and they just want to see it all burn you know right like, we'd be better off without all that shit yeah. it's all old tradition-based garbage and we it's it's you know causing more damage than than positive and i'm like i don't know it does cause damage a lot does, of them yeah. cause, cause a lot of damage for sure all the all the hardcore believers I mean, most Christians are very moderate. If you read the Bible, yeah. they're not following the Bible yeah. like a Christian would. I think a lot of religions a thousand years are that ago. But they're too. certainly I mean, critical and, of you when you're not too. Right. Well, they cherry pick stuff. Just that's natural yeah. humanity. But, but I guess that. that's all humans. That I can't put that on yeah. Christians or anything. That's on everybody. Right? Yeah. A yeah, lot we of are religions have a large, a large percentage of their followers that are moderate about it. Yeah. Not, not even just Christianity. I mean, I had some friends from uh, Iraq mm-hmm. that worked at the detail shop. I talked to them every day. I had dinner at their house multiple times and they were telling me that a lot of people where they're from are are they call them cafeteria muslims because mm. they would just pick the parts that they like and, and then leave the rest of it and right. i was like that's hilarious but that's, that's exactly christians what christians are yeah, absolutely and, and <laughs> jews as well it's like well we'll just take that and we'll do the fucking baptism and then we get the fuck out and go yeah. have our lives mm-hmm. yeah go to church on sunday well all right let's move on to uh fuck this thing and uh I guess I picked this religion. one this time. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It is a religion to some folk. It's ROI guys. 
And I brought this one up because... What is an ROI guy? What Zach? is an ROI guy? Well, it's return on investment. And, and I get businesses and I get putting your money into things and all that stuff. But it's, uh, it's those people that like learned a thing online for five minutes and they're doing fraud, but they don't know it. And they think they're an entrepreneur. Or they do know it. Maybe they do know <laughs> it, yeah. Well, I've run into a couple people that call themselves things where one was a real estate investor and then he told me what he did and it's like no you're you're defrauding a person with really <laughs> shitty things and then lying to him about it and then hoping that your lies and defrauding them will you get you a house example specifically without fingering the guy well okay so he <laughs> I, I don't even I understand it, it fully I thought it was interesting well basically this person is buying he bought the uh what is it the right to attorney right of attorney of he was given you don't buy that yeah yeah yeah. well but he did power buy of it power power of attorney but he bought it for ten thousand dollars from a lady over this i don't even understand it so he paid her ten thousand dollars to paid give it to him for him to have this and so he has a house and it's either her so she really didn't like the guy that's living in it's either house. her but it's her family member either an ex-husband or a husband or a child or her kid or something but basically like fuck this and i don't know how it works like i said but he explained it to me basically he's like must be her house and they're just living there, huh? Whoever's there is just living in I think house. so. I yeah. think that's what happened. So it became their problem. But it wasn't a sale. He's not a realtor. And he was bragging about how I don't have to tell the truth because I'm not a realtor. So I can just lie to him and tell him all the shit. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm, I'm, and this is just a retail store. I'm in. Take the house and kick him out. Essentially, is yes, the goal, right? that yeah. is the whole goal what for money. <laughs> and yeah, and he's talking about oh, I'm only going to make about seventy grand on it or some shit. But you know, it's worth it. And like, it's like worth that's small money to him. Somebody's life. Yeah, making him homeless. You right, know? and also acting like this is I'm I'm so wealthy. This is just a drop in the bucket. It's like <laughs> fuck you, dude. You're, you're working in a retail store. You can't be. <laughs> but then he was also telling me how he taught another guy how to do that, and that just made me think of these ROI guys that. Yeah. Short-sighted. Yeah, it's the it's the part of capitalism besides the crony capitalism uh, at the top where they're playing with governments and just fucking people over because they can. It, this is like fucking one person at a time over for little, like I guess, scratch money, seventy grand, which I would love seventy grand. But used cars. Well, it's not flipping a house; yes. it's fraud. It's there's, there's it's absolutely difference. fraud. <laughs> but it, and I'm not saying that ROI guys, actual return on actual people investing, entrepreneurs, actual people, small business owners, all that stuff. Much love and respect to you. But the people that are kind of flippant and like kind of arrogant, like they're, I'm a businessman. Like whenever I go to Vegas, it's like, I would always see those guys and it's like, I can tell by your shoes. You're not bro. It's like, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> there's little tells that they're kind of playing. And it just seems like they come up with some big boy words or like ROI and I've got my, this return and I've got my investments here and all this shit. And it's like, then you ask them like, what are you doing? And they're like, I have no idea. I, I watched a YouTube video of a guy that was wearing a suit and it was, had cut off sleeves and I thought it was cool and I fucking listened to him and he's right. Fuck you. Anybody and that's, who, rule of thumb, anybody who is actually something most often are, won't tell you that they're that something unless you ask them specifically. Right. They're not going to walk up to you or, you know, just casually bring it up in conversation when they're not even your friend. Be like, I'm a businessman. <laughs> oh, are you? Who are you trying to convince? <laughs> exactly. You sure you don't want to call yourself an entrepreneur? It's a much cooler word. <laughs> but anyway, so I say fuck this because it's just that it, it's predatory capitalism for middle and lower class people. It's also gross. So is the big shit at the top and, you know, the socialism for the wealthy and all that shit. But it's it's also gross when, yeah. I mean, like you just said, it, it, he's committing a crime. Of course, yeah. it's gross. <laughs> but but in my mind, he he just was the extreme version of that. Where there's these people that 
Yeah, I mean, they just fuck over a grandma for whatever, and and that's just the way business is done. You well, just that's how your business is. You fuck people over, there's, there's and you fucking count of, your money. There's a lot of business. There's whole industries that are built around that those kind of practices. Like the used automotive industry is that. I worked in, uh, I worked in that industry for about five years solid, and I I kind of had this running joke with the guys that I worked with and we weren't we weren't on the sales side of things we were just sort of the back ho- back of house logistics stuff so I wasn't really culpable that was just a party too mm-hmm. <laughs> you right, know right. but but you uh, got your hands a little dirty a little but not bit, yeah, super dirty but they paid me for it so <laughs> fuck it <laughs> no but no wrong uh, wrong wrong <laughs> <laughs> guys gotta eat Zach <laughs> no fuck it eat, eat your fucking pride eat your fucking <laughs> so but I had this joke uh that I said the uh, used used car industry is just one big game of seeing what you can get away with passing off on the next guy, mm. and it's fucking true. It's like let's just Fuck. let's just dress it up as you know as good as we can for as little amount of money as we can to get some sucker to buy it, mm-hmm. and then it's his fucking problem to deal with, and we don't have to you know spend any more money or time thinking about it. Dude. And that's it, man. That's the fucking game. And they and they know about and, it. It's, and, not, like, and it's pe- not like they're doing it, you know, unwittingly. They're doing. They're fucking doing it on purpose. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And you feel it. Like I just bought they a used a car. Lot of money doing it. Yeah, too. they do. <laughs> but you can feel it. And like I got. I mean, to be fair, but the place that I'm got my car from has been a fucking nightmare. It's been the lemon thing that you don't want to happen. And their attitudes has been what you don't want. Where you're like they just fucked you over and we both agreed that I was getting fucked over I know and it's like but then they made fun of me for it then they're like let's let's also be cunts to him <laughs> yeah. let's also not return the phone calls that well, we said we would that's the only way they can do it is they have to create this disconnect they yeah have, they exactly have to, like, I'm not fucking over a good person like, oh you're a, you're a lesser form of person than me because you don't understand the game exactly. you got played sucker so I don't have to care about you that's their mentality and it's wild every industry is like that too and it can get in you like it, it, it doesn't take much if you're working along with those guys and you get into their rhythm like roi roi yeah, roi fucking get on you quick like Gotta get them games it's weird how your brain starts to shift and you're like yeah fuck those people they aren't they aren't smart enough to be wise to the scam so they deserve to be fucked over and it's right. like Oof, that sucks yikes, bro it sucks it <laughs> takes a little essence of your morality when you yeah. play in that game you're yeah. like well i'm a cunt Great. you're I'm trading a little... pieces of your soul for pieces of paper i hope that serves you well in the long run homie yeah so i didn't uh, ever work for the traffic unit i just couldn't see myself driving around giving speeding tickets all day and being able to live with myself mark in your favor dude yeah. <laughs> my buddy who did i'm like how do you how do you do because he wanted to ride a motorcycle so we got in the traffic unit and i'm like how do you do that he's like oh it's easy i just leave Fuck my it. soul at the door yeah. like yeah, i'm just soulless yeah <laughs> that sucks though <laughs> it's like nobody likes me no but i get to ride I my motorcycle i'm like oh you're a dick yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> i get a pretty good pension at the end Okay, well, how about some? Uh, how about we talk about some advice that we tell ourselves? I think this one is. I'm not sure which one. You, spending time with different folks. Oh yeah, that, that was, was me. those you yeah. should. Yeah. I actually, I, uh, I, I made a little tirade. I used to do this. I don't really do it much anymore. But I made, I posted a little tirade on my Facebook. It's about the only thing I ever use it for, other than promoting our shows, music and yeah, yeah. Music <laughs> shit. But, but uh, I posted a little tirade. Um, and it just came up in my memories when I went on to promote some music shit <laughs> this last week. But I, I saw it and I read through it and I was like, oh, that was actually a good reminder for me. And I thought I would just 
exploit it on our show and yes. share it. But um, my whole point that I was driving at was it's it's really easy to spend time around people that just affirm the shit that you think and the the way that you behave that are just like you know yeah like we're just like you or yeah that's the way that things should be or oh, I agree with you that's the way that things are mm-hmm. and it's really easy to spend time around those people but that doesn't lend itself to your personal growth um the if you really want to grow as a person and gain valuable perspective the best way to do it is to go out and rub elbows with some people that are really different than you like have a conversation with somebody that tends to piss you off and don't come at them sideways right you know? like have a have an actual good faith. conversation let them piss you off but let it roll off your like just you know when when you when you're ready to be done putting up with them just making making you know reasonable exit and, and go on go on you know don't 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 carry it but you never know man like you sometimes just spending time letting people talk at you even if they don't want to let you talk let let people that are different than you talk at you or just be around them go to a, go to a fucking social event that you wouldn't normally go to mm-hmm. you know and and you know even if you don't enjoy it you're, you're gonna fucking learn something you'll come away from it going huh that was mm-hmm. interesting. Big time. You will. I yeah. promise. And I don't make promises. <laughs> Seriously, ask anybody that knows me. I don't. But, he does not. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm confident that that will change you as a person in, in a positive manner. Um, this is like a good, a good argument for why people travel. Like traveling is yeah. the number one 100%. way to cure you of whatever kind of weird biases you have. It's like, well, go see how the rest of the world, or at least another yeah. part of the world, lives and stuff. And I, and don't just talk about it. Actually, go do it. Yeah. And and then come and tell us the story at justaradpod at gmail Yeah, please, absolutely. <laughs> Seriously, what go adventures? Out, go to go to, go do some weird thing that you wouldn't normally do this week. Hmm. That's my that's my little. I'm calling you out. Whoever's listening to this, get out your comfort zone. You three people that are listening yeah. to us, do something <laughs> uncomfortable. Two and a half, two point six, two point seven people, two point seven people are listening. <laughs> Seriously, go out, go go do something that you wouldn't normally do, even if it's just little, like go to the fucking library or something. I don't care. You know, I'll even go as far as say, be dangerous. Go be excited to go try something new and fail at it. Yeah, yeah. go suck at something. Yeah. yeah. It's good to go suck at things. Okay, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what would you recommend? What's something good to go suck at? Go first. to the shooting range and miss every shot. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go, go drive a race car and go and try and jog a mile. No, wait, wait, that's not yeah. It. Take somebody with you yeah. that jogs that knows what's up. I'm tapping out on that one. That one sounds off. I know what <laughs> jogging a mile is. jogging this week. I know what that feels like. <laughs> How about jog a mile uh, with sharks all around in a zoo? I don't know. That would, that's out of the that comfort sounds zone. That's awesome and terrifying. I'm in it. Let's yeah. go. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> I don't like sharks. They freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So go meet new people. God damn it. Yeah. But not sharks. Kind of like sharks, but maybe pet a shark. If you're afraid of sharks, go pet a shark. Okay. I should go pet a shark. I don't go know to the grocery store and introduce yourself to three, three different people. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Don't be that's worried a about one. it. <laughs> <laughs> don't walk well, up and grab their cart and go. Hi. It's not always easy to not, to, you don't know if you're weird. It's like, hi, uh, hello. And they're like, no, that's immediately you weird. fucking know. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, if you're weird, like if you're wearing the shirt that people think, Dude, hey, that's in the checkout line, that's the best spot. You're stuck there anyway it's captive audience right just be like hey so cheerios huh what's up with that <laughs> or you can bring up the tabloid like fucking again with this john travolta yeah. what the fuck huh? you're already gonna have something in common because you're either waiting to use the self-checkout and you're both dreading it because it's gonna fuck up on you <laughs> or you're pissed off at the lady or guy at the checking you out because he or she is taking too long right so bring up literally any 
topic from fuck this thing on the just ride podcast that's right in the checkout line be like so microwaves huh <laughs> fuck those things boxer right? shorts <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> self-checkout fuck that <laughs> all right last thing for today well i dropped my ladder <gasps> voice science voice this science. is things i learned this week and Shane, oh, and Shane, you're leading us on this one again. Actual voice science. Okay, yeah. So I've been kind of obsessing. I do that a lot because you guys haven't figured that out yet. I have, yeah, we don't. I've we been don't. obsessing over the science of the voice and like vocal techniques. And there's things that you can do with your voice. Anybody can. It's just a matter of practice and training and visualization. And some of the shit I, I didn't even know. I've been a singer for my entire life. And there's stuff that I've been learning looking into this that's like so... As an example, there was uh, this gal who is a drama teacher, and she was saying that everybody has a voice that is their true voice, and a lot of people don't use it in their everyday speaking voice for whatever reason. Like maybe you're just struggling to get too many words out, and so your voice starts to get you know higher, higher because you're yeah, just trying yeah. to you know, and, and you're just constantly like that because you're you're not really sure how to that's not your true voice but it tends to be the voice you use because you're constantly in that space when you're trying to communicate so she said there's a technique you can use that will help you figure out what your true voice is and it's like your most comfortable register and it's where you will be the most relaxed speaking and the way you do it you guys want to try yeah right. sure so you got to sit up straight sit and up then straight. you want to take a deep breath in and just as deep as you can you want the breath to go all the way down to your fucking pelvic bone and then when you let it out, you want to sigh out and don't give it a tone. Just sigh and go, huh. like just whatever, like you want to make an audible sound when you sigh uh, out. That's the tone of your, hello. your actual voice. Hello, Shane. <laughs> but, but don't sigh all the time. I'm talking in my bedroom. <laughs> I think what, what I need you guys to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Godcast so you can hear more of my not natural voice. See? So that's his natural voice. He sounds like a cunt. I'm, I am a I'm not surprised. Is this I think, I think we should do the next show. Just if you like, want my hello. if you want my opinion, I think both of you guys do speak with your like I've been I've been listening to you since I learned this. I'm like, I wonder if that and it sounds like you guys do. Shit. So I, you, I wasn't. Really? <laughs> and I've been like constantly reminding myself oh. recently to to redo it. So one more time, so people listening at home. Yeah, so you want to breathe, breathe sit it. up straight. Sit That's up important. straight. Let's breathe, do it one more time. Breathe all the way in. All the, the way down to your pelvic to your bone. Cock. Fill it all the way up, right to your dick. And then when you let it out, you want to sigh and make a sound. But don't concentrate on making a certain pitch. Just let a sound out, your natural sound. Hello, guys. My Sounds name is like Zach. Just, that was like a death rattle. This is my natural... Yeah. This is but, probably where you, it is. When you talk with it, don't think about, like, I'm sighing as I'm talking. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I was the first time. Fuck you. But, like, just it's remember about, that tone. It's about trying to, to keep try your to diaphragm. Your, yeah, try to let your voice sink into that register of that tone when you're speaking. Hmm. And you can feel it when, you, when you're hitting it, when you're speaking, you'll feel it resonating in your in your chest. Like, you'll feel it in your core. And it's like, oh, oh, that's my my voice is coming from here now. Yeah. That's, that's my actual voice. And you're supposed to do that when you sing, too. You're that. supposed to yeah. diaphragm that yeah. shit. So it's, and that was kind of her point. She's like, not only is it a more comfortable way for you to speak, but it also trains you to use your voice properly when you're to singing sing. or, you know, 
acting on a stage. That's why they teach it in drama class. You know, nice. It's like, hmm, that's fascinating. Well, you told it when we were talking about this pre-production wise, you said that there was a way to drop your <laughs> octaves and you're going to yes, try it for us. I will try. All right. Uh, so this was a different, this was actually related to singing and, and also screaming like metal screaming. Uh-huh. They were talking about vocal fry, which is that for anybody that doesn't know, vocal fry <laughs> is the Elmer Fudd sound of, of screaming. It's uh, a, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's vocal yeah, fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to practice that. I have never tried that. It's really fun to play around with it. So, this technique, this guy, and I can't do it. He could just switch back and forth. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Jeff's going to be driving in his truck all the way home. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. And he'll get a phone call from a band like, we heard you on Josh Just Right podcast. We need you screaming, bro. We need that vocal fry, bro. We need 18 motherfuckers in this song. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, this guy I was watching, he said, you can take a, a note that's within your range and then you can make it an octave lower without actually changing the pitch by introducing the right amount of vocal fry Ooh. to it. And he demonstrated, and it was a trip watching him do it because he would go from like a clean note to like a like a buzzy octave lower and right back. Like he could just go right wow. back and forth between them, which I can't do. But I've been fucking around with it, and occasionally I can do it. So give, give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Let's I'll give hear it. it a shot. It's it might not be all right. Back from back away from the microphone. Right. Everyone. <laughs> Watch your ears. So if I was to do a note in my range, it'd be like. And then what you want to do is kind of get lazy with it. Don't change the pitch, but relax your throat and maybe move your lower jaw forward and introduce that fry, right? So you can go. So you need to do more. Sounds lower. You can do more meditating. Yeah, um, it's also it is a throat singing technique. Like if you want to do throat singing, that's the same. It's all controlled vocal fry. Yeah, these people are listening to like half the time they're listening to us going e in their ears. Yeah. We should mix that funny. <laughs> Put it in. We'll, we'll pan it and shit. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Yo, motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's things we learned. That's fucking interesting. Yeah. Both those things. Go look it up. It's interesting. Well, we hope you found your your voice today. Listen, yeah. I mean that that could be what Send just us happened. Some voice clips. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, <laughs> well, shit, let's hear those real speak voices. Pipe. Yeah, give us give us your real voices in Speakpipe, <laughs> and that's at scatcast.com. Well, thanks you guys for hanging out. That was a fun a fun Absolutely. way to hang out. I'm off to the mountains. Yeah, Head yeah, we're not. Out. He's gonna go do some hunting. Like Jeremiah Johnson. We've got pig out in the park coming up in a, in a couple yeah, weeks, we and we're gonna have a good old time. Oh, I will be around for Thursday. I'm gonna come back and then leave again. So, well, maybe Thursday. We can, yeah, we'll come down in the park. Yeah, oh, come hang. Yeah, we're Thursday we're doing the, tr- oh, yeah, we're the trio. trio. Yeah. yeah, and me solo. <laughs> yeah, he's playing solo too. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. You can visit us at scatcast.com for more content. Uh, you've got just a ride pod at gmail.com to send us your letters. We it's really appreciate just those. Just a ride pod. Just a ride pod. And uh, all the other things, patreon.com forward slash scatcast, all that good stuff. And we'll t- yeah. talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like present. Something. something like that. Uh, I think that's does. what we're going with it. God damn it. Well, thanks, Shaden. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Zach. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Bong. That sloppy one. <laughs>